holding Perik Lamadalid. Good morning. We actually learned before Pesach <coughs> further, but we'll go back. It's on page 268 at the bottom. Perik Lamadalid. We need Lahavan Zevatasis beers to understand this <coughs> with added explanation. Because he's explaining how, how the symptom hides the entire light <coughs> and only the icy ice are revealed. That was the point that we were learning over here, how every time there's a Gilu Yesh Mayayim, it's only through Oisiyos. And therefore, even the revelation of Adam Kadmon, from, uh, which, which is the first initial sketch of all of existence, that too is, is emanating only from the Oisiyos Arishimu. Because the Tzimtzum hid, hid the entire light and only left over only a trace, which is the idea of the Oisiyos. We never have a Tzimtzum's beer to understand this with added explanation. The Indian of the Tzimtzum that is explained the beginning of Eitzachayim. When the emanator, which is Hashem, needed to or wanted to, to emanate the worlds, he contracted his light into the center point, and there became a halal, an empty space. A makam and a place that is uh, a void in an empty space and that's where all the worlds were created into this space it's not that there is less light it's not that there is less it's only that it parted and moved in it, uh, it pulled into it, itself so to speak on the sides meaning from this whatever that means whatever space we can speak about over here from this potential um Experience, there is no over here, the, the light is not shining. It's like a what, teacher. What can you say that there really is mute? That there really is a diminishment, a lessening of that would mean a lessening of the Ebishter. And there can't be a lessening of it. To create the world, there was no. Yeah, and even an oil. Even in Oyer, Oyer is also Oyer in Soif. And, and, that, and that, that itself seems, you're right, you say, it's only Oyer. It's only a ray, and the ray is not, is not. Uh, but I guess since the Oyer is Me'ena Etzem, just like the Etzem, can, you can't say there is a mute, you can't say there is a diminishment in the light. And maybe more than that, also, is a diminishment in the light, then, 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 then the Abishter is really impacted by creation. There's no diminishment, nothing changed. It, moving to the side meaning all, means only one thing, that Benigeya to whoever is living in the center is unaware of that light, but not that there's Be'etzim a change in it. But if it's a real miyot, it's an essential diminishment. And that, and that cannot be, that's what I'm thinking. Right? Um, this is a change. The light was here and now it moved to the side. We say by the Abish there, everything is the Mamash the same. Before he created and after created. The idea will be understood by first prefacing Pirish Vinyan Moshad Oirin Soif. The meaning of Oir Ain Soif. What does it mean Oirin Soif? 
Can they oil ain't so if for a who? Because the oil is fair. What is the oil? Who mocker hatanugin? The oil ain't so if is the source of all pleasure. What does it mean? It is the source of all pleasure. So let's first understand what is the oil, meaning as opposed to. So he says the oil is the source of all pleasure. Kihine, what does that mean? Kinechai is kala oilamais, the real life force of all the worlds, the chalash of and everything that's in them, who atainug is pleasure. Like we see clearly, the deepest force and the most and the most um, basic experience that drives all the others, the underlying factor, we might say, in all in all um, in all um, drive in human drive, which is the human drive is what's you know what's uh, what how, what what, <laughs> what is what, Everything in the world is, is related to the drive of the human being. And, and what is driving the human being? Drive, a person is driven by will. Will is what drives, right? People have a will. This one has a will to make money. The other one has a will to, to, to uh, be famous. The other one has a will to uh, do kindness. You know, everybody's got their will that drives them into whatever they're doing, right? The will it's a will. I'm not saying. Wait, 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 oh, so first, I'm not talking about the Abish's will. I'm talking about Stamma will. People are willed, right? But what what is beneath the will? What generally uh, fuels the will? When a person has will, what's fueling the will? What's causing the will? I want, but why do I want? So the underlying factor is a pleasure. It's a delight. So people that I have that have created magnificent el- entities of of of, uh, of charity and of kindness. Um, it's because they have a, a will for kindness. And why do they have a will for kindness? Because they have a pleasure in it. It gives them pleasure to know that they've helped someone. And another person, it gives him pleasure to know that he's very wealthy. And I have, right? And, I, and another person, I'm very famous. That's my pleasure, right? So, and that's what's driving him in all his activities and all that he's doing. So, the tachlis, the ultimate goal from every pu'ula, who hatainug is the delight. She is anig The person is seeking the delight from that thing. And we call that good. The person says to me, good. When is a person saying, oh, my life is fantastic, it's good? When they're, axed, when they're, they're reaching their, their desire, or their desires are being met, and the desire is being met is, is when you know, they're, 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 they're having pleasure. Whatever that pleasure is. And what does a person call bad? If the pleasure is not being fulfilled, and quite on the contrary, circumstances arise in a person's life that are opposite of what a person delights in. Right? Sometimes, let's give an example. A person has circumstances which force them to engage in things that they're not comfortable in. It's painful. You do it. But, but, uh, and you call that, I'm in a very bad situation. The hapach of, of delight. And that's the that's the ra. Again, it's not over here good and ra. Ra and toiv don't mean from a from a higher, you know, moral uh, thing. It means tam. You know, what is good and what's for a person. Right? Now that dimension of pleasure we see pleasure um, um, uh, is 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 experienced in many different ways. That's the idea of ribu yishalkos. Pleasure comes in many different forms. You cannot say there is one pleasure. The sensation of the light might be a 
certain singular kind of a feeling to delight. But what the what, where is the what is delightful is, is varies. There is, an, there is a great tainuk in seeing gorgeous things. Right, seeing things that are very beautiful. You go to a beautiful place, whether it's beautiful in the outside or whether it's beautiful uh, a structure, a building, or something is built, or bishmia, or in hearing, it's very, very pleasurable to hear beautiful music. You go somewhere and it just, ah, it has a delicious scent. And it creates a delight. And all the tanugim of this world there are variations of, of, of Tainug in this world, but this is all, all droppings. It's all the, 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 the dregs, the leftovers. Um, from a supernal pleasure. That has collapsed and fallen downward through the shattering of the vessels. And it is no, there's, no, there's no comparison at all. In comparison to pleasure as it is ab- above there, pleasure as it is in the heavens above. There too, neshamas are driven with a very powerful drive to get closer, to reach higher, because the sensation and the pleasure they get <coughs> when they feel the zivashchina. Which is very powerful. It is better for a person to be judged. And they can come to the world to come, even though the asurim is just uh, are, is so so horrific. Yet the person is masking to go through the worst suffering. Twelve months of Gehenim is worth it. And our fire is only one sixtieth of Gehenim. In order for a person to get to the light of Ganeden, that is even we're talking the lowest Ganeden. The higher Ganeden is so much greater, higher and above. And so apart is it that there is a whole hefsik uh, between one type of pleasure and the other kind of pleasure. But what do we see that the deepest experience of every world is the delight? For instance, let's say in Chassidus, there is, we talk about that Ganeden is the world of Hasaga. You have a great Ganeden Elion, you have a great Hasaga in Elokus. Yeah, and what is the bottom line after the Asaga, as a result of the Asaga? The Nisham is misaneg from the Hasaga. So you see that the, that the, the, the first experience of, of life is, is Tainug. You might say the primary. It's the primary experience, the, the force behind it. Now in this pleasure, there is Madregis Ein Ketz. Mepchen is Kabbalah Satainug. The higher the pleasure, the higher kind of life it is. Closer to the original, we can say. Closer to the original pleasure. And that is all the light. Because we said before, the Oirein Seif is the source of all the light. And the source of all pleasure. And all the process of creation is, is a dimming of that pleasure. Right? It's a tzimtzum on the pleasure. Because it's a tzimtzum on the oil. Kemaimer nehen in the ziv, that they delight in the ziv. Kimakor kolatanugim, what's the source of all the pleasure? Rupchenas oil, the ziv is vada. The abish is light. Hamei rumis pashit. 
that shines forth and expands, to be the source of all of all Olamois. So what does that mean? Does that mean that it is the Abishter's pleasure? That the Abishter has a delight in creating the world? And then, and then, what? It seems like the, see, the light he says is pleasurable, and it's very and it's and, and it's and it is you know that it's it's that it's a definition. It, the ziv is the ziv he says is what's the mocker kol atanugim as b'chinas oirei v'ziva yahamedo mespashot is makor chai kol elanim. We want to call oirin soif. That's called oirin soif. So there is this great pleasurable illumination. But the essence of the Ebishter, is separated and holy and separated completely to be even a source for this pleasure, for the pleasures that there are in creation. Even in the highest, 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 highest kihu, he is exalted and, and, and elevated alone. Only the ray of him comes on the heavens and the earth to become the underlying pleasure of existence. Alright? Like the ray of the sun compared to the Moorashem. This ray is the source of life of all the worlds and is the source and the root of all pleasure. Because the chayos of all the worlds is their, their chayos is their delight. Existence begins with a pleasure and a delight. And then it materializes, and then it, then, it, then, it, then it translates into all the other experiences that come along in life. But it's the, I mean, that's why, you know, I mean, what explains so much why the human being is so pleasure-driven. Because pleasure is the closest to pure life. Now the question over here is, why does he need this? I mean, if he just wants to develop that the, that the mucker of Achai is is, is only a aura, a ray, and not, and not the essence. So what, what would be missing if he would just speak about light? Why, why the need to translate this and explain this as pleasure? And that all olamos are uh, experience different kind of pleasure, which are only little little derivatives, so to speak, of this core essential pleasure that encompasses all of existence, which is only a ray of the Abishter, and he himself is beyond that pleasure. I mean, what has been gained by this element of identifying this light as pleasure, as this incredible cosmic pleasure, and 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 say primitive, but it's the underlying uh, source primary. pleasure, primary. Primary pleasure. So I don't know. Let's see. Let's see where, where this goes. Well, the Hovenant to understand Peter Piddish, be it explanation of Piddish, Lashen Oirin Soif, or the Lashen of the Oirin Soif, or Derech Mashals, by way of analogy, Chayas Nefesh and Chayas Aguf. So it's, it's by way of analogy, the Chayas of the Nefesh that gives life to the body. She'ein Hachayas Aguf Chayal Yoda, Mohusva Atmos Nefesh. That it's not, I mean, this, this idea that atzmos mohus is merumam, endlessly beyond the pleasure that is, that 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 it that it that it produces, so to speak, that it emanates 
which is the source of all, the, of all, of all life, he says this will be understood in the Mipsari Yachza. Okay, um, so he's going to give the analogy of how the goof relates to the body. The chayas that the goof lives by it is not mohus va'atzmos anefesh. It's not the very, very essence of the soul. The hainu achayas which we would say the the life in the eye, the oizin and the ear are derechmosh. Sha'ayin roya, the eye works, it sees. The oizin shemats and the ear hears. In the mouth can speak. And the feet can walk. This is chayas, clear life. It's not that this is the soul itself. It's understood. That means that because the chayas is so different from limb to limb, over here it's, 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 it's a life of hearing, over here it's a life of seeing, and different different functions and different things it's doing. That one means that the person is is comp- it's like is the, the, the soul is, is 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 made up of pieces, different kinds of pieces. <laughs> that divides itself into the two hundred and forty eight places. <laughs> then the nefesh would be a more edeler body. That's what a nefesh would be. It would be also a guf. It would be a edeler guf, but it would be a guf meaning it would have. The, the would be made up of, of different different halakim. So in a way, the nefesh uh, the nefesh of Bahamas is perhaps. Its expression, taka, is made up in pieces. But the essence of a nefesh is just this one one singular entity of life, and not That's not the way. Nefesh atma ruchni. It's one pure ruchni is digas veit pashut simple veinam is chalak lechalakim. You can't break it and sprinkle and 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 divide it into little chalakim. Klal for shikasav lekutim barim chelik alaf perik nun alaf like explained in Tanya in the first chapter, chapter the first perik the first chelik in him. Ela inyan and idea is shachayu shebayevarim. The chayis nevarim is taka split and divisible, but it, uh, that chayus hurak pchenes aaral levad. It's only an a, a, a emanation from the soul, from mahusa nefesh atzma, from the mahus of the nefesh. Shalafish on nefesh be mahusa vatzmusa hu mahus umetzias hachai, because the nefesh in its in its essential essence of what it is, is a substance and an exi- and a living entity. It is a chai, chayas ruchni. It's this pure point of spiritual life. Shalafish anachnu loy neida mahu hanefesh, even though we don't really have a clear. Definition on the nefesh, but with all this we still know. We know that it's not physical; that it's a spirit, it's a spiritual existence. that it is alive. and we know that its life is eternal; that the nefesh doesn't die. And the nefesh, and over here again, he's referring to the nefesh it is. It's it it is 
it's greater in its quality, even though we don't know how and what exactly it is, we know that it is greater in its quality, even from the pure intelligences, which are the malachim, which are meaning they're not um, combined with matter. We, we, our intelligence, even though we have intelligence, but our intelligence at least is, is, is uh, connected to, to physicality. The, the, the malachim are pure, pure spirit, pure intellects. And the, the, the nefesh, he says, is a, is, a, is a power of life that's even edeler and even more refined than malachim, than pure sikhli and nivdol. Al-Kain, however, damis pashtusa. So that's what the nefesh is. Again, we don't have a, we don't have a yediyas ha-metzias on it. I mean, sorry, a yediyas ha to know exactly what it is, but we have a general, Al-Kain gam, is pashtusa v'arasa. So therefore, also it's light and it's radiance. When it encloses itself in the body, so now its light that it shines forth is a power and energy. When it's shining its beam of life into the body, it's now imbuing life into the guf. The alkane, therefore, the guf comes alive from it because it's shining this electricity, so to speak, into the body. And this, and this ray, again, it's not, it's something shining from the neshama. And this ray, and this light, is only a ray, the hispashtus nefesh. It's an expansion of the nefesh, but not the substance of the nefesh. And not its very substance, mamish. Like the example of light, that is shining from the sun into, into, into individual rooms. And we understand that it's not the sun. But I move and it's understood. So we understand that this is pashtus and this ray doesn't have, a, in terms of its quality, any kind of comparison to the very, to the very living entity of life called the nefesh, the raw nefesh. So we can derive from this Oderich Mashal. The Indian Oirin Soif Baruchu, the Indian of Oirin Soif, Shuhumakar Kochayalamim, which is the underlying life of all Oilamoyis, Kiniskaliel, which is that universal pleasure, right, which is the source of all individual pleasures. Hey, Nakavana Muhusat's Musi is Barach Mamish, is not to Chasvishalim define the Abish there, Rakshu Kinesis Galus, Vihis Pashtus, it's a, it's a, his Galus and a, and an, an expansion, a ray from the Abish to himself. This is called the Oyrin Saif because it's the Oyr from the Ein Saif, and it itself is also Ein Saif. It is the Makar and the life in all the world. Since the very essence of the Abish to is he was, is, and will be, and he's the source and the fountainhead of life, Al-Kain, therefore, because he is, Be'etzem, a power of life, even though we can't define him as anything, but he's still a, a power, Al-Kain, therefore, Gam Ha'ara, so a ray of him has the quality, just like sunlight, Ha'or Me'en Ha'ma'or, Right, that's the rule that light is always reflecting its source. So, since the Abishter is Be'etzem, a infinite and 
even infinite is not a description of the Yeh uh, 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 It is, he is, and he is alive. He, he, I'm not say he's alive. He, he is, and that's, that, that's the emesis, the meaning of his life. So therefore, rays that come out from him are also um, have infinite potency to create life. You know what I'm saying? And, the, and, it, and the revelation, even though it's not him, only his galus of him, whom becomes the source of all life, to enliven, and to bring beingness, and to bring being existence, from absolute and complete nothingness, mamish, from, from a state of mamish, mamish, when things don't exist, to bring them into existence, and then to enliven them, and to sustain them. Because the oir is, is main of the moir where it comes from. And this revelation, it's called our to say, um, Loimar to say, it's not negea, it doesn't in any way impact or affect the Ebrister himself. That's why we're saying it's a ahara. Because everything that's going to take place, all the occurrences that happen in all the Olamais and in all the worlds, both in the creation of it and the sustaining of it and the running of it and everything, it's all within the realm of light. It's not touching, touching the essence of it at all. And he says, over here is where the mashal uh, is, is, is deficient. Even though we're giving a good mashal of how the nefesh gives life to the body, that the nefesh itself is also not the power that's in the body. The nefesh gives off a ray, and that ray is the enlivening power of the body. Yet, the nefesh has some wear and tear from being in a body. The nefesh is impacted. The nefesh goes, it, 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 you can't say that the nefesh, because it's not the nefesh itself that is the raw energy, that is the power in the body, that the nefesh is completely immune to what's happening in life. The nefesh goes through and it has, a, you know, occurrences of life impact the nefesh itself. Not so is with the Ebishter. The Ebishter doesn't get old and doesn't get worn out by having all these worlds uh, being loaded upon him and, and, ha- and, 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 and they're not draining him in any way or having any impact. That's what he's saying. Here is where, we, where, we, where, di- where, where they diverge one from the other. Because the mushroom is pashtas chaya nefesh from the expansion of the chaya nefesh beguf in the body. It's not such a perfect mushroom because it's not so compared to the nimshal. Shaharei, for because is pashtas chaya nefesh beguf. The expansion of the life of the nefesh that's in the body even though even though it's not the very substance of the nefesh itself, mamish, It's not only called ha'ara; it's a little bit like what we call a hashpa. What's the difference between hashpa and ha'ara? That's the difference between shefa and oir. What's the difference between Shefa and Oyer? Shefa is when the Mashpia is involved in the Hashpa. And therefore, the Mashpia, the Mashpia is, 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 uh, is, uh, 
in, into being mashpia. He's, he's, he's involved in doing this hashpah. And as a result of this, he's impacted in what happens with that hashpah. A teacher trying to teach the class is impacted if the students get it or they don't get it. The teacher, Magachir, uh, uh, comes home and he's very freilach, he's gewaldi, because everybody got the shir. If he sees that students were confused, it, it's frustrating. Because he's, that, that, that's called shefa. Shefa means a, a hashpah that causes the, the, the emanator of that hashpah to be, he's, he's taken by it. Or, it's not that way. Or would be the marshal that we gave uh, many times. It's like a teacher, a big uh, magachir learning for himself, but he's learning with like geshmak and nigis, and he's learning loud, and his students are eavesdropping and hearing him learning. So he's not in any way influenced if they got the shir or they didn't get the shir. Because he's not being mashpian now. He's just radiating. He could have been silent and learned in his mind. And then he would have not been any or shining from him. Now that he's reading it loud, and he's explaining dinyan, and he's reading, he's, he's saying it. So it's an oyer that he's being mashpia, but he's not. He's not trying. He's not targeting it. He's not involved in it. It's bederech memela, and therefore it, it makes no difference if it's being chapped up or not. So that's what he says. The difference. The nefesh is involved. The nefesh. It's not stam. The nefesh is a lot. Is a living being, and when it comes into proximity in the body, the body jumps to life. The nefesh is mashpia that oyer hanefesh to enliven on the body, and that's why the nefesh gets impacted. As he says, it's not just a ray. As it is known, the difference between Orv and Shefa. Because the Ziva Shemesh doesn't affect any, ziv, any change in the Shemesh because the Shemesh is not involved in being Mashpia, it's Orv. Which is not the idea of Shefa Seichel, the Koyach of the Seichel is Misyaga. It gets it gets it gets tired. When it creates an, a the nefesh gets tired. The nefesh has a koyach haseichel. When it develops a koyach a new haskala, because it is it it is it is involved in it, and it is engaged in it. The kach it's pashtas chaya nefesh beguf. When the nefesh is giving life to the body, it's not only like a ray. Then the nefesh would not have become so mispoiled from the occurrences of the body. Because according to this, it's only happening in the ray, the ziva. Or rather, because the nefesh does have an inyan of ashba, not pure oil. Shefa is from the very mohus of the mashpia. And the mashpia changes with the erach the shefa. Be mohusat smusay in his very being, being koydem hashpa from before the hashpa la achakach to that which happens afterwards. Chein on uroyim and so we see the chayei anefesh. Oops, I didn't realize we went over. All right, time to go. Yeah, the clock is. Uh, yeah, needs a, 